This is episode three of Ectype Boutique, Discovering a Passion. And the person who we get to highlight today is food creative Miles Barnett. And Miles definitely blessed our family. Um, He, after losing Kofi, you know, cooking was not on our mind at all. To be honest, eating was not on our mind, but we had to eat. And so we certainly had a community and are grateful for a community of friends and colleagues who showered love on us. And one of the ways that love was shown was food. And Miles' mother actually brought us a meal, a home-cooked meal that Miles made. And when I tell you it was good, it was good. It was the salmon. It was the steamed broccoli. It was the moist rice. I mean, he really did the dog on thing. And so we are excited about just the good food that Miles is putting out there. Speaking of support systems, in my segment, we also talk about the different kinds of support you can get. And specifically, we talk about the support system difference at a PWI versus the HBCU. And we also talk about crystals and he highlighted his friend's small business that sold crystals. So supporting people in any way is great. So East, I like that you talk about the fact that he delves into um, crystals and talking about them because you and I are starting to delve a little bit deeper into crystals as we're on this journey to healing, right? And I know a lot of times that people sometimes assume that if you are into crystals, that maybe you are, I don't know, sometimes there's a negative connotation to it. But what I love is the fact that for me, I believe in God, right? And my prayer life and my worship life sustains me and has sustained me. But the crystals and knowing that they're from the earth and that God gave us dominion over the earth and you can use something formed by God and tap into those energies in order to bring positive intentions is really, really, really powerful for me. So when you think about us delving more into crystals, can you think about anything that has really resonated with you as we're on this journey to healing? Well, one is crystals are really just part of the materialistic part of spirituality. It's so many types of things that we're learning. And and even the other parts that aren't so easy dealing with our spiritual journey, like shadow work, it's something that is hard, but it's something that I want to do, which also connects to what we talked about in our episode, which was how he discovered something that he truly liked. And I've discovered something that I truly like to do on my own. So this is very exciting to me to be able to pursue this and continue. Very nice. So we are again, excited to welcome you as a part of our collective community here at Ectype Boutique, as we are elevating the voice and the vision of food creative, Miles Barnett. And if you are looking for a good home cooked meal, you want some catering, we definitely suggest that you check him out. Welcome. This is everything. All 
right. So good afternoon, everybody. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to chat with Miles Barnett, who is an entrepreneur who has his own fantastic what would you call it? Would you call is is this a delivery service? Do you call tell me how you market it? Right. So I would say, um, as I, I just say like I guess my own food business is how I just I don't want to like put myself in a labeled box, I would say. I call myself a food creative, um, more so instead of like a food creator, just because I don't want to, I don't see myself just, I guess, making and selling and creating food maybe like a year or two from now. I want to do more with the aspect of everything, but I want to be able to not just financially benefit, but benefit from this business without just having to like be on my feet 24-7 cooking, like, you know, just like being that sole chef or having to be like a sole caterer. I don't want any like labels or any limitations on it. I want to just see where it can take me. Okay. So I like how open you are right? I like your fluidity. Does that make sense? Like, it sounds like, you know, your entry point, but you're open to where you could go. However, I think that sometimes we have to shape where we're going, right? right? So if you were to say how you envision Munchies with Miles, let's go back. I don't know that we okay. said the name Munchies right. with Miles. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Right. So when you think about how you envision Munchie with Miles, let's say in five years, just shoot it out there. I mean, knowing okay. that we're still fluid, right. what are you working towards? Well, what I want to work towards is being that person in this type of food industry that people can rely on. So not only whether the services might be to provide food, but even if it's in this type of shape or form of like a food blog or a YouTube channel or anything that could also maybe help somebody else pursue their, you know, newly found passion, like how it became for myself into cooking or just if they want to learn or get, you know, better tips or, or even if they just want to like read a recipe down the line instead of watching a video or doing all that extra, you know, they can just do that. So I kind of want Munchie with Miles to kind of take off in that type of path to be able to help people create in their own type of sense and way with food, like with food, there's no right or wrong. There's no way to be perfect. It fits your taste buds and you cater to yourself when you're, when you're cooking. So that's what I kind of want. Munchie with Miles to take off in that sense. To do so, people, yeah, to offer. I like how you use the word newfound passions, right? And I think you and I had a conversation before when I came to your house and you talked about how cooking was not always your thing. No, it was not always your passion, right? So talk about how you came into cooking. Yeah, so actually, um, I always joke with all my friends. I wasn't the type of person where I really didn't even know, like, this, the, I would say, the quote-unquote correct way of, of how to cook, like, even, like, ramen noodles. I didn't know whether, should I do it in the microwave or would it taste better if I boil it on, this, on the stove? So I just kind of, like told myself, okay, I'm going to my last year of college and um, I don't have a meal plan. I don't really want to spend money every day on the same type of things. So I got to just kind of like teach myself how, how to cook. 
So the first thing that I came across was um the like kind of like the first ways I kind of did it was I just like watch Instagram videos, YouTube videos, see stuff on social media, kind of go like, okay, this kind of looks unique. Well, but why don't I try to like pair it with the two? So I of course I took my mom's banana pudding recipe and I kind of like tweaked it a little bit, added something that I thought I would like, which was just like some sweet and condensed milk and it just to make it a little bit sweeter. And then people loved it. And then I was like, okay, well, why don't I do a twist to that and make it like a strawberry shortcake but banana? put in so I added strawberries add like a strawberry shortcake crumble that you normally see on like strawberry shortcakes and on the ice cream bars and put that in a mixture with a banana pudding and then once I did that that kind of skyrocketed and I was like okay I'm gonna just kind of like try out different things so I did like um I made like a pan of mac and cheese and a pan of yams and I put it together in an egg roll and called it so rolls so it's mm. mac and cheese and egg rolls deep fried together. I mean, I mean, mac and cheese and yams deep fried in an egg roll. And I called it so rolls. So just like those little type of things, I kind of was like, okay, well, I kind of like what I'm doing. I love to eat, of course. And I'm like, I like what I'm doing. And I like to see that the people that are also are, um, that are like, you know, nearby or that I'm close with, they also are enjoying the you know not just the benefits of eating but you know just like seeing me go through the like I would like to say that I'm self-taught um I, I haven't gone to school for anything my mom cooks at home but she's not like a chef a caterer so like the little tips here and there I might have um taken in the past but I kind of brand myself on being self-taught and self-made in that aspect of just trying to just putting myself out there taking risks and and wanting to try new and different things I like how you use the word brand just then, right? So you're conscientious of your brand. And so I'm thinking about how quickly, Miles, you've grown your brand, right? So think about how you went from senior year, I don't have a meal plan, (laughs) we have to eat, to sampling and playing with your mom. And to now, talk about what you offer now, Miles. Where are you now? Right. So where I say that I'm at now, I'm back home. I'm in Hampton. Um, and I kind of say that I kind of do like an offer, like a full service type of catering thing, pick up and the delivery here in the 75 area um, where I do um, where I don't I, I kind of go up, um, based upon like I don't have a set price or set menu. I let customers, uh, as I say, uh, create their menu. So you come to me, you create your menu and you get a custom quote. So it's like you get to pick and choose what you want for whatever that service might be a dinner for two, um, a, a birthday graduation, a private dinner, just whatever that type of event is. And then we'll sit down, we'll, um, we'll talk out the kinks, write out the pricing, get a, get that all that goodness going. And then I, I send you the pricing, we work out the dates and stuff. And so I kind of do like little things like that, as well as throughout the week, I offer plates for like, if I made something on my Instagram, I take my um, social media, uh, I try to like how I say I brand myself on my social media, um, not only with um, the accolades and the um, the great words of people saying that like my food is amazing or, or just tastes amazing. A lot of people um, give me compliments on how it looks and how I take all that in a sense and combine it into the two. And so during the week, if I made something kind of cool over the weekend, I try to incorporate that by selling it for like a dinner through the week so my um people that i have on my instagram can also get a little taste of like what's different throughout the week so it's nothing said it's no like this is what's gonna be next week i just wake up think of a menu and i post it and see where that takes me for the week now i like that you're taking your passion and you're doing it but this is a business you're an entrepreneur yes. right and so sometimes yeah. you have people you called yourself a creative 
right? And so, yeah. and so sometimes creatives and business, when you think about your profit margin, right, don't always yeah. mesh. So how was your process for making sure you were offering pricing and shopping at places that would also honor the fact that you are a business? Right, right. So that's why I took very, um, I took that very important because like how you mentioned, being creative and having a business sometimes don't match. Sometimes your creative aspects might put you well above your means and you have to or 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 in the same type of sentence it might put you where you might not have anything you have to make something out of it so I took that very important thankfully my all my past prior nine to five jobs have been straight grocery retail I've only worked in like grocery stores I've only just I don't know how that kind of coincidentally worked out for myself but I've only worked in like front desk customer service type so I kind of like use that to my advantage. I kind of know the deals. I kind of know where everything is. I know what good substitutes are. So within that type of mind frame type of thinking, I know kind of like, okay, what's a good week to do this? Or maybe, okay, this might mesh. And I've only had to spend only one fourth of what I thought of like of what my budget for the day would have been. So I kind of take advantage of that. And I'm thankful for those past opportunities because I think, Overall, it's kind of helped me well around like the creativity of it all and the business aspect. Okay, so I want to delve a little bit deeper into the business aspect, right? For young entrepreneurs, because Miles, how old are you? I'm 22 myself. Okay, 22. So young entrepreneur, right? So (laughs) did you develop a business plan? So that's um, actually when I started, I started it as I started Munchie with Miles as I thought I thought it would be like a food blog. That's what I thought it was going to take me off as with. I thought I might just start an Instagram, take some pictures. Um, people like the pictures like here and there. And maybe I started in November of last year. So this past November, I just celebrated a year with Munchie with Miles. But um, in November of last year, I started just taking some uh, pictures. I had maybe about 100 or 200 followers all the way up until like February, March of this 2020. And then that's kind of when I skyrocketed. And I thought, well, okay, these pictures are taking me off somewhere. So I I taught myself, okay, well, I started this, I don't have a business plan, but now that I see this can become a business, I should now formulate one. So I, I called my grandfather, who is um, a past insurance agent um, with uh, State Farm, told him, okay, look, I want to start a business. I don't really know any kind of right steps. Um, like, I don't really have any family that are entrepreneurs, like, but I want to get myself started. What should I do, like, in that aspect? So he suggested, okay, of course, like, I want to go ahead and get my LLC. I want to make sure I have my insurance. Um, of course, um, don't want to be liable for anything um, or any, like, you know, ne- a negative circumstance, even though we don't want it to happen. Sometimes those things do happen. So he was just like giving me some good advice and those type of things. And then I took it upon myself to do research. Okay. Well, Hampton, you have to have your food handlers card, make sure I had that. You, um, I made sure I'm safe served and, and certified so I can work in kitchens with safety. Although I've never been to culinary school, I kind of taught myself, okay, well, these are the things that I have to do for myself for buy to even start a business to even make sure my business can continue to grow. I can't keep pushing myself out here or try to get exposure if I don't have the necessary things in line for myself. So that's how I kind of took those things. Once I had all those things and everything else would follow. Like I always tell my mom, even though I 
try to burn myself on social media. I'm not super big on like the following and the followers and that much and the likes and the love and stuff. I just kind of want, I just love the exposure. So whether it's a picture or an event or um, a review, um, a customer compliment, those type of things all mesh well when it comes to social media. So I just try to take that advantage of everything. Okay, I like it. Now, I do want to go back because it sounds like one of your initial starting people, your grandpa. Yes. And so I think support systems are invaluable, right? We have to have people who feed us. And so it sounds like your grandpa is someone who put you on the path. Who else would you say is your support system? Who feeds you? Who supports you? Who helps to push you forward? Okay, so um, I would say I have a couple people, and I love to to talk about my support system because, like how you say, support is um, huge. Whether or not you are a young entrepreneur or, um, or you have a business trying to start a business, I think with all of that, support is very needed because there are some good days, there are some bad days, there are some days where you might not know where you're where you're and like you're where you're headed or where that path may end. But for me personally, I would say some of my biggest supporters have been like I um like like we mentioned, my grandpa, um, my mom has been a huge support, my siblings, my immediate fam, of course, I have to shout them out. They without them, half of the meals that I've tried or posted or done I would have never done because they they really start off in the home like ma this is what I want to do for dinner what do you think type of conversation then she's like okay yeah or maybe I want to do this with that we kind of think of it I go to her store and I cook it and then we try it and I'm like okay oh she lucky she lucky lucky. I'm like yeah look we have like a little tag team system we have a kind of great ideas and then also I would say like my friends my my own peers I have a couple um peers um that I went to high school with that actually they didn't take the same path that I did like go to college or um some one went to the military and then didn't finish all the way through but they have now started their own businesses in their own path so like I have a friend who does hair um, I also have an, another friend who does like print and graphic and graphic uh, arts and stuff like that. So I try to support and I've, I also have another friend who's been very, very supportive. And she does um, stuff with like crystals and healing and things like that. So I try to. Oh, support- Issa's going to talk to you about that. Issa's oh, okay. into that. So I'm going to tell you now, I'm pretty sure she's going to okay. bring that up. Okay, okay, okay. go ahead. I'll, I'll link Issa with her, with her. She's out of that'll be good. I met her out of VCU. She's super dope. So. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, yes, yes. That's super dope. So yeah, just things like that. Those type of people, just people who I see who um might be on their young, like entrepreneurial type of paths or have their own business they i actually i tell people all the time that people who i see push and do their work actually inspire me they push me to go hard because i'm like okay this person is doing their thing like that's what's up when their own way their own path that means i know there's enough love support money there's enough of that for like literally anybody in any type of industry or type of creative process so i think it's super dope that um when you have a support system you definitely can go far I love it. So I want you to shout out. I'm, I am going to ask you a closing, but before okay. I do, I want, I don't know about much use with miles, right? Okay. So tell yeah. me how I find out the fabulous offerings that you have. Okay. How do I find yes, out? Yes, yes. Okay. So you guys can follow munchies with miles on Facebook and on Instagram. And I also have a website that's coming very, very soon. Um, it's going to be www.munchieswithmiles.com. And I'll have different uh, various recipes, uh, pictures, photos, as well as forms for like a, a catering or any type of private um, like dinners or anything of that sort. So 
Very nice. So here's my closing question for you. Okay. So you spoke about how your network, you have a lot of friends who are now yeah. entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and you spoke about how you are inspired by people who are out there doing the doggone thing, right? Yeah, like yeah, risking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So if I, you're, and you're doing it, Miles, you're doing the thing. You are an entrepreneur. So if I'm a young entrepreneur and I don't know where to start, I need you to give me three words. So you have to be concise three words that you think would be good for me to think about, to ruminate on that could help push me forward. Okay. I like that question as well. Okay. So let's see. Um, Three words. Um, I would say integrity would be one. Um, Authenticness. I'm sorry, tongue twister, but um, being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, or original originality would be another word. Um, so I would say integrity, originality, and um, I would say my last word, inspiring creatives or young entrepreneurs, um, would be determined. Mm, I love mm-hmm. it. I love Thank it. So one of the things that I really appreciated or that really struck me about Miles was how he discovered his passion and he discovered it recently. It really was born out of a necessity. So he took the fact that he needed to eat and then it became a springboard. So I think it's really interesting to see how it doesn't have to be something that's a long-term goal. It can be something that resonates with you later on And if you're willing to follow that path and expand it, it could take you a lot further than you anticipated. Yeah, I feel like that kind of goes into what we were saying in the last one with not having to have a set uh, set expectations or goals, just being able to try out new things, experiment, because that's really what finding your passion is about. If you don't want to do something, you don't have to stick it out because this is your passion. This is what you want to do. So find out what you want to do and get all your resources, as he said, use those things to your advantage because you don't have to have this set plan because as he said, he want, he thought it was going to start out as a food blog, but he didn't really have the business plan and it ended up turning into something bigger than what he thought. So do you think that's hard though for people? Do you think a lot of people get caught in a groove of this is what I want and they get locked in this is what I want and they're not open to being available to the different paths that they can go down and perhaps they miss out on opportunities? Do you think there is a bad side to having a clear goal that you always want to go after? Um, I definitely do think it's hard for some people just because of how like our world works like from elementary school we're asked what do you want to do what do you want to do and like in high school you're like what's your major what's your major instead of being able to be fluid with those things and experiment it's like if you do something else people are going to think you're like going off the rails like when I couldn't decide what I wanted to do like I was going back and forth between what a doctor a lawyer and uh I was even trying to reach out and maybe be an engineer, but I thought like, since I'm already in college, it's too late to go switch, but you can do whatever you want if that's your passion. So since we're talking about college and switching, 
I think this is the perfect segue to the conversation that you and Miles are going to have in the second set where you talk about them because you are currently a college student and you are being fluid in terms of you're thinking about transferring because you think you might want to have an HBCU experience. So give us a little sneak peek about what you're going to talk about and why for you it's important to be fluid when you think about maybe shifting your experience even though you already have some time under your belt at one college? Well, I'd say one main thing is to for switching to a HBCU, my original thought process is I was definitely one of those people that thought since you're in a black community, it's not really preparing you for the real world and the discrimination you're going to experience. But you want to have the time where you can just enjoy and be around people that are people like you that are smarter than you and can teach you and again as y'all were talking about and we talked about in the second part having a support system and there's no type of support system you're going to get other than your own family your own people okay I like it so let's go ahead and take a listen to the conversation that you have with Miles that does delve into a little bit of you all comparing the experience at an HBCU versus a predominantly white institution all right so, like, how did you know, like, I know there's, like, a journey to, so, like, trying to figure out what you, like, actually want to do. So, how did you know, like, this is what you wanted to do? Okay, so, I like, um, I was telling your mom earlier that um, I never, like, really was a cook. I never, like, knew how to cook. I just knew that I didn't want to spend my money on, like, food every day. Mm-hmm. So, once I kind of, like, found my niche and I started cooking and I was like, okay, well, of course, I need people that are going to be taste testers. So I told all my close friends, like my all of my roommates in college, like, okay, every time I cook, y'all going to come down here and y'all going to eat. Don't That's so cool. No <laughs> yeah, don't ask no questions. Y'all just going to eat. So some days it would be like, literally, they'll come down and be like, I tried to do like a seafood mac and cheese with shrimp and crab meat. The next day it would be like strawberry cheesecake, um, waffle cones. So I just tried like different things. And then once I kind of got their approval, then I was like, okay, well, this kind of might be able to take me somewhere. So then I came back home. I would do the same thing with my mom, like ask her, okay, well, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? Try to get her to buy the groceries. Then I'll just cook. So we kind of worked that out and then they'll That's eat and cool. love it. So once they started loving it, I was like, okay, so I kind of got two different type of people saying like they like it. So I try to take it somewhere and, and luckily, thankfully, it's kind of been blowing up. So I'm super thankful for that. That's cool. I had, before I figured out what I wanted to do, I had a phase where like I wanted to be a chef, uh-huh. but it's like, so I would like get these cookbooks, but like I was vegetarian. Like I've been vegetarian for three years. I took a break oh, okay. though. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like I got, I started it cause like, um, I was really into like global warming and stuff, like how to fix that. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that like eating animals was like a huge part of it. Like the care right, right. that they take and all that. Right, right. That, well, that's yeah. how, like, the, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, not to cut you off. I'm actually trying to get more into that myself. Not vegetarian, really? more to say, but maybe, like, pescatarian. Because mm-hmm. I've actually been doing some research and looking into some things like that. So um, I might need to talk to you about that then. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I took a break, like, last month. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was going to be this long. But, <laughs> like, long, I'm long. probably, <laughs> yeah, because it's like I started eating meat and I was like, dang, this is yeah. good. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> the food you made, man. Oh, but, I, <laughs> yeah, but I might start back up when it's like I move to, like, a city or something. Right. Because it's like vegetarian. It's like it takes, like, a lot of cooking. Like, you have to do it yourself. When If you're not in a city, mm-hmm. it's like 
I'm not a good cook. My parents can't you. really cook. You're right. I see. So yeah, <laughs> I'm taking some meal prep and some practice, and that's how I, I kind of think of it as. Um, I kind of think like, even though I might be able to do something, I feel like it's, the more and more I do it, then the better I become at it. And that's kind of like a general type of thing with everything. I feel like that's a really good attitude because it's like yeah. for me, I'm really <laughs> impatient. Right. Right. Because it's like I wanted. To, I used to want to be like a doctor, but it's like. I'm, I don't like doing math. Like, I do not have the patience for it. So I'll just, like, forget it. Yeah, and then same. it was, like, I finally got into, like, environmental stuff. So I decided, you know, I want to go into environmental law. That's super dope. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they get – I wanted to do engineering at first, but, like uh-huh. – Money man, environmental yeah. lawyers, like they make a lot of money. Yeah, I'm already knowing. Yeah, I'm already knowing. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, because I've been into stuff like I think you and mom were talking about like crystals. Yeah, my um, I was just I briefly mentioned I have a friend, I'm not too much into it myself as I want to be, but mm-hmm. um, I have a friend who's out of Richmond. Um, she just started a business, level up your it's like level up your aura um cool. her Instagram name and she does crystals and healing and like chakras and talks about all those type of different cool and dope things so I actually told her I'm gonna talk to her because I need to get a crystal I'm, of course like we're all on our own like healing paths and type yeah, of way. Yeah. but I definitely um want one for like more so like of like a clarity just even for not for myself but even for my business I kind of find myself always like feeling like okay even though I'm in a point of where I'm at working is like take me like where's my path like and of course I feel like that's just with us millennials or the younger generation we always kind of want to know the answers before like you know doing things but it's like I feel like I just need more clarity on like things so I I think that's like super dope to get into and I'm like excited to see where that's going to take me yeah yeah because I've definitely been trying to like this is a more recent thing I've been trying to get into like spirituality and astrology and stuff and I have stuff like incense and sage and I just have like a bag of crystals like that I don't know what to do with so like I'll definitely follow your friend because I'm definitely yes, trying to get I'm, into I'll, that I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to her um before we end this conversation give me your Instagram name and I'll tell okay. her and I'll reach out to her and she'll definitely hit you up because she's, okay. she's so knowledgeable. She's great at what she does. That's she's so very cool. passionate. So yeah, that's super dope. Cause like I've been seeing like I didn't I didn't really know how to like start with that stuff because I know like crystals have to do with like witchcraft and all that stuff right, when right, they right, get right, into right. that. But it's like I keep seeing these videos about like um baby witches or something doing like stuff you're not supposed to do (laughs) and it's like bad karma it's like I don't want any bad karma I don't need any like schizophrenia none of that I don't (laughs) I understand that yes yeah but it's like I don't really know where to start like I'm trying to buy like books and stuff yeah books right 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 I'm gonna say um what's I don't know if you know off top um of your head but like what type what type of crystals you have already or not, no, 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 no. Like, I just have the bag, and it's yeah, like, I okay. don't know what don't to worry, do. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm gonna have her reach out to you, honestly, because she's super dope, super knowledgeable. And she, um, she, she actually just was on her, her um, business page just the other day trying to get people to like reach out to her they, if they had any questions or didn't like know where to start or like, you know, things like that. So she's, she'll definitely be the right person for you to talk to. That's cool. And it's so cool for me that y'all like actually like have your own businesses because I think it was like, Thank you. it was like, last year where I like I was at this like program and (laughs) since I'm into the environment we were supposed to make like our own businesses and mine was like mine had something to do with the environment it was like getting like environmental friendly like replacements for like household items and then it was going to expand 
but it's like we did that mm-hmm. but I actually wanted to like take it like outside of that program and actually do it but I had nowhere to start like I did nowhere not start, know right well I feel like in anything I feel like because like even with my business how I was telling your mom I didn't think of it as I was starting a business I just mm-hmm. knew like at the time I started, I was a newly founded cook, I would call myself, and I like to cook, and I like, would like to post pictures of it, that's how I just thought of it, just those three things, so I was like, okay, my first step I'm gonna do is, I didn't have any LLC, I didn't have any, like, business thing for my business that I have now, I just was like, okay, I'll go ahead and start an Instagram, Mm -hmm. so I was like, but dang, I can't start Instagram if I don't have a name, so, like, I was talking to my friend, I was like, well, what's kind of creative like what's kind of you know sketchy so we kind of both came up with like munchies with miles and that's i love that name thank you thank <laughs> you yes. so i was like okay that that was thick because i was like i didn't want any like and and, and no slander to anybody who's like you know chefs who have their like chef by and in there like just their first and last name i kind of wanted something that was going to step out of the box so when i found my name i was like okay i have my instagram i have my name i have my pictures but i'll just post as like i wasn't thinking of it as a business mm-hmm. i just took it as like this is like my day-to-day type of like life this is like what I like to do what's my passion so I when I felt like I started thinking of it like that I didn't really think of it into a business until I would say I got about like 500 600 followers and then started seeing like okay people are really starting to follow me like I think it was like a day I got like maybe over like 150 people in one day after posting something I couldn't remember what it was I think it was like I did like these red velvet cheesecake swirl brownies with red velvet and like cheesecake swirl in the middle mm-hmm. bake them and then like people were following me like a mess so I was just like took it like okay well this can be started something so then that's when I, like, I was telling your mom I did a lot of research I called my grandpa he's um working in insurance and I was like okay what are kind of like some of the right steps and for my personal business part um he just was like of course you want your LLC and you want your insurance Mm-hmm. because you don't want anything to happen you don't want to be liable for anything or if anybody you know mistakenly might say something that might not be true you don't want it that to go against you or things like that so I just kind of think my best advice would be maybe to you if like looking to start something just like you know like find out like what your niche is like or how like you said you found out like what that was but then like I guess in your own way like what's what I guess will make it stand out to you you know or like what will maybe get people to you know be interested maybe not even they don't necessarily have to how I see it is like of course I know with cooking not everybody will like everything because you know I'm a picky eater myself so I definitely understand that but I feel like if your stuff or your page or your business or anything is getting attention then you're moving in the right direction so just I feel like once you can find out like kind of okay you know what your interest is but how will your interest interest people like you see what I'm saying and yeah. that kind of thing then that's when you can kind of get like your the wheels going and working and stuff and then all that other good stuff is going to follow that's, and that's going to come in no I time love that. Yeah. thank you yeah no problem it's like I love that you had like your friends to like help you and guide you because I feel like a big thing with like Virginia it's like I there was like a lot of people talking about how like mm-hmm. no one like really supports each other mm-hmm. and it's really competitive but it's like of course like everyone's competitive like I mm-hmm. I even have a definitely a competitive spirit but mm-hmm. it's like definitely that networking helps the friends yeah. supporting you it's like I'm definitely mm-hmm. like I say I'm an outgoing person mm-hmm. that's why like this <laughs> this pandemic is like agitating me because I want to yeah. get on campus yeah. and talk right. to people and Absolutely. move and I've just like been in my room mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm the exactly. same. Exactly. I feel like cooped up. Yeah, I need to be with the people. That's how I exactly. always Exactly. Yeah. And it's like I love I love like the friends I have right now, like here, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I wanna I yeah, wanna grow. But, yeah, you wanna grow, you wanna experience things. I definitely yeah. that's how I when I look back, I'm like even though even that long, I'm like freshman year, two, three, uh, three years ago, I'm like super thankful for it. I'm just the experiences, the things that I didn't know going into it, things that I learned from it. I just felt like just in that aspect, it's just, I felt like it really helped me grow from to who I am today. Cause if you would have told me three, four years ago, I would be a cook. I would have a business with cooking. I would have been like, no way. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Cause I just never saw it for myself. But then just like how we, just like how you mentioned, just having that support system and like having people who do encourage you. And I like how I was telling your mom, even personally for me, I see it very inspiring to see people who have a business. It might not even have to even be anything with food or cooking, mm-hmm. but just if they push themselves, that kind of, you know, encourages me like, okay, well, today I thought I was taking an off day, but I'm looking at all this and I'm like, okay, what can I do? to make myself better than the day that I had before or just in that type of mind frame. So I kind of l- try to like to be optimistic about everything, even though it's life and yeah. things happen and stuff like that. But I definitely feel like um, when being optimistic and just having that support system and, you know, that encouragement, um, it definitely helps. And it definitely, even through like the days that you might not, you know, be, you know, filling up to par just you know never know like that one thing that that person might have said to you really like okay pushed you to you know put a smile on your face or even push you to go harder for the next day so I definitely like I definitely like and agree with what you just said about having that support system that's yeah. super important yeah and you said you had a friend at VCU do you go to VCU yeah oh. yeah I'm in my last semester oh cool yeah yeah it's yeah. like it's my well it's my first semester technically oh okay. but, but like I'm a sophomore right now because I oh, did okay. early college. Early college, that's like, that, that's super yeah. dope. Congrats. But I do have a question for you because, like, okay. I plan on like transferring maybe to like Howard A and T because, okay. like, even though I haven't been on campus at VCU, just because like I'm really interested in HBCU. But like, mm-hmm. how do you do with like not having right. a whole bunch of black people around you? Like, how do you do okay, that? So that's what I'm gonna say. Okay, that's I'm the first person to talk to about this because I've I've actually been in VCU my whole college career so really? I've been, okay, that's cool. yeah, I, stayed, I stayed on campus um I stayed in the dorms for like two years and a half and then I moved off campus into an apartment but still still nearby campus so I felt like um that was just also like a big thing for myself um both of my both of my parents going to HBCU both being in Greek life I felt like okay I personally love VCU don't get me wrong but i also thought that okay when I first went there they kind of like prided themselves on being super diverse mm-hmm. so I was like okay well that's not a bad thing but then like you definitely can you know being you know in our culture and just being black and you know like you can definitely feel like that missing aspect yeah. of all. and I kind of say it to be blunt but to like I mean not to be blunt but to put it into perspective you do feel like that missing aspect of it all when you look or put into other schools into perspective because even the friends I had that went off to like their HBCUs or just hearing the stories or just seeing like their events and things like that you definitely I'm going to say 
feel like that missing aspect of the, of our culture just being surrounded by like black love and like you know fun and music and culture yeah. just, you know, black culture in itself yeah. but I definitely don't want to discredit VCU from being taken away that even though it's a PWI you definitely do the black culture at VCU even when on campus there is a black culture like you know the the you know like you know the who even though it's not like necessarily say I'm not trying to say put it as like oh it's only like maybe 100 black kids to 500 white kids but you still I feel like even with the events and things like that that the school has or um the parties and things like that I feel like even being on campus you do still feel surrounded by like black people it's not like you don't feel drowned in I would put it like that okay because it was like for me it was like part of the reason I didn't really care if I went to an HBCU or a PWI is because like Mm -hmm. I felt like in like I guess the real world um you're so you're gonna be surrounded by people that do not look like you so like I wanted to be in a college that like I would get that experience but it's like now I feel like I kind of changed my mind because it's like now (laughs) I want my chance to be in the majority I want the chance to have my fun and be like in my community you know right 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 yeah I always encourage people I say like you know do what is best for you because I I had a point when I was at VCU I'm not gonna lie kid you not like my middle of my sophomore year I was like on the verge of just transferring going to like I'm not eat you because I'm right around the corner, but I was going to yeah. go to, um, somewhere across the water just to get away, be around like that. Even if it was like Old Dominion, even though Old Dominion is not an HBCU, just to be more so, I felt like to be around like people like-minded in my culture. But I I've actually grew to love VCU um, when I continued to stay. And I met so many great people there, had so many great, you know, fun times. So I definitely just encourage you to do, you know, don't, want you to look back and regret something like okay yeah I should have did this just go ahead and do it you know yeah that's how I look at it that's like that's definitely been a change in me because it's like it's like if you want to do it why not just do it you know and it's like all these people have been telling me about like the experiences at like HBGs and it's like I already (laughs) like I'm already missing out I feel like right do it I say do it then because I definitely I'm I don't want to sugarcoat it VCU is not going to have that for you just in that type of aspect Mm -hmm. um they're not not discrediting like what they do or like their events or like what they have or how campus life feels it's still lit it's just the fact that like it, what you're looking for towards in that aspect that VCU is not going to deliver because I yeah. just look back on it just even with my conversations, conversations with my friends back then it's like we might laugh on it now because like we're we're out and almost you know done but it's just like okay looking back on it some things we do feel like okay we wish we were at HBCU because we just know like that moment in itself would have been 10 times better than what it was at VCU. But I don't discredit VCU at all. I definitely had some good times there. Okay, cool. Cause it's like one thing that's so important to me is like being like immersed in like black culture, especially with like stuff that's going on. And it's like, it's like, I know, I know it sounds bad, but I'd hate to become like one of those whitewashed black people that yeah, think they're really? above everybody else. It's like, you're one of us too, you know? Right, right, right. It's like you know, that saying, what, all skin folk can't kill folk and stuff. Yeah, like, literally, literally. There are I don't want that like to that. be me. There, and there are some like that in VCU, but that's just, I yeah. comes with the territory. I mean, some people who, and I definitely think in, in that aspect of all, when you're on campus, you definitely, like how I see, I like I always say, I mean, college would really show you how people were raised at home and like mm-hmm. like how they were living and you can't put it you can be but so mad you can't be but so angry because that's just how they you know were raised or how they 
you know, that's just what they come from. So it's like, I put it in an aspect of with VCU, I always took it as like, expect the unexpected because it's not HBCU. It's not, I don't really feel like it's a predominantly, predominantly white school because I do have my peers and my, like, I do feel like the black culture is here and there, but I always took it as like, okay, I'm I'm going to expect the unexpected because I just don't know like what to expect with yeah. this school just with in like things like that through my last four years but um like how you say now is the time we're definitely embracing black culture because just with everything going on in the world we need you know to become together and be one so i definitely yeah, yeah. take that moment if you have it or take that chance for sure i don't think yeah. you will regret it thank you and with what you were saying with like expect like the unexpected and it's like i know that's how it is but it's like it's also going to be like that HBCU in some matters, right. but it's like, I want to be in an environment where it's like, I feel like comfortable and secure yeah, and supported, definitely. you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. That's super important, especially with college in itself already being hard and not mm-hmm. like, you know, the easiest and then like, exactly. you know, then put it on top that we're in a pandemic, everything's virtual, things are hard. So then people have life. So it's just like things like that. I definitely, you want to put yourself and your mind, body frame, all of that in a culture at or you know surrounded by people that are like-minded or you know you know that's going to put you first before themselves I feel like that's super important you want to okay. put yourself around people like that yeah, I think you're going to have that because you know we're you know HBCU you just you're around people that are like-minded period that's just that yeah. so I feel like putting yourself around that you'll definitely feel loved and feel like supported and, and encouraged to keep pushing so I think that's dope yeah, I said, like, and honestly, I'll, I'll I'll be quite frank. If I look back on it, if I had a chance, I would have went to HBCU too. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it's like, as, as I said, it's like I'm a competitive person, so it'll yeah, be like definitely. so interesting for me to be around like pe- black people that are like smarter than me and like right, that right, environment. Right. Yeah, do it. I say go for it. Do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me give you my Instagram before I oh, stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me. I have a pencil right here. It's smart. My friend, right now. Okay, I'm ready. It's L S A A D R I A. A D R I A. Okay, got you. Okay. Okay, I'll send it to her. I'll, I'll have her reach out to you. She's she's lives in Richmond. Um, she she used to go to VCU and then she she didn't go. She doesn't go to VCU anymore. She dropped out. I think. Um, it was like the middle of sophomore year, but then she started her business with like crystals and healing and she just kind of sky- skyrocketed and is taking That's it so off from cool. there. So yeah, I said it's super dope to kind of see where she's landed at now, but um, she's still growing like how she says herself. She's still healing and learning for herself, but she's super knowledgeable and she'll definitely put you in the right direction. So I'll definitely link you guys up. Okay. Thank you. And thank you yeah, for no your problem. time. Thanks for yeah, coming. No thank you. Thank your mom too for for um the time as well. I definitely appreciate it. And I'm um, so excited for this. Of course. This is a country. This is a country. This is everything. This is everything.